0: Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your Chief Security Fanatic here, and in holiday news, we be shopping, and we be shopping a lot. Now, whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Voodoo Day, whatever you celebrate, we are buying stuff, and we love to buy tech stuff for our loved ones, family, and friends. But there are some things that I don't think you should buy If you are essentially trying to maintain privacy and better security in my life. Now, the inspiration for this came from Zach Whitaker of TechCrunch, who the other day basically came up with a list. And I'm basically going to parrot his list and then add my own at the end here because I thought he had a really good start to this. But I'm picking up where he's leaving off. First one that he has is genetic testing kits like 23andMe. And yeah, he's absolutely right. I literally just did a PowerPoint presentation expose slash radio show segment on 23andMe, the privacy issues that 23andMe and its competitors have, not being fully regulated under HIPAA, not having uh, necessarily full blown security controls, and all of that. Not to mention selling genetic data and testing kit. There are long term ramifications for this. I even wrote an article a couple of years, uh, a couple of years ago, as to why I won't do. DNA testing, and Lord knows I want to. God forbid I find siblings I don't know about, you know, but but this is what we're talking about. On top of that, the next one on the list is video doorbells. They see and hear everything. I have been talking about ring doorbells since well before the pandemic and the problems that we have. Oftentimes, they're giving footage to law enforcement without warrants. That would be Amazon. Uh, I've, done, I've talked about that. I've written on that as well. Uh, they see and hear everything. We don't typically consent uh, you know, to have uh, basically our faces on facial recognition. On Halloween, they track all the kids, and they can tell you how many doorbells were rung in Chicago, New York, L.A., Miami, Houston. Take your pick. This is obviously a very huge thing. We are tracking and we are building one of the largest surveillance networks for law enforcement across neighborhoods throughout the United States, thanks to Amazon uh, Ring Doorbell specifically, but also its competitors as well. On top of that, We've got VPNs, which is the next one that he's basically talking about. Now, free VPNs are the worst because you'd have no idea the controls on the back end that are data mined. A lot of VPNs are not necessarily keeping you private. And while they're keeping you private, possibly from your internet service provider, they can track a lot of these things. Now, there are good commercial VPN providers out there. I will disagree with him on that, but you've got to do your homework. Do they actually have zero logging? Are they third-party audited, uh, you know, independently that you can verify? So go find a good VPN if you're going to do that. But overwhelmingly, the most, the majority of them are junk in one way, shape, or form. And while they are keeping you partially private, they are not keeping you fully private. That's most of them, not all. So beware on the VPN side. On top of that, the next one he's got is kid tracking apps. And yeah, he's 100% right. I've talked about this one at length in both the radio, video, and podcast here because some of these are actually selling location data to data brokers. Even Life360 was caught doing that. Not to mention, as he mentioned, stalkerware and a couple of other things as well. So if you're doing kid tracking apps understand that you really have to have a need for that uh, but you now have through google's android and apple's iphone baked in parental control apps that you can use and while they may not necessarily be as robust as life 360 and all of that you're not giving away your data any more than you already are to apple and google and make no mistake apple people apple is data mining you too i've talked about that extensively as well so you're in the boat with the android folks on top of it the next one is cheap knockoff android tablets You can buy them for dirt cheap, they crank them out for like five bucks in China, and you can go and get them, but... They've been caught basically inserting malware into these things to steal information or copy information out or track your habits and all of that. If you're going to buy an Android tablet and you have the requisite skill, you should blow away the operating system and reinstall Android from a version that you can download securely, uh, basically from the official Android repositories. But for most people, you don't have that skill. You don't know how to do that. And so these cheap tablets, while it's great that it's like 50 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever... Oftentimes it's not good because it's integrating malware. Go get yourself one from a reputable brand if you're going Android, like Samsung, et cetera, et cetera. And obviously, Apple's got iPad. On top of it, he also mentioned, and and I I had I laughed out loud because I remember this. Um, he also mentioned internet-connected sex toys. So listen up, adults. If you're if you're buying stuff to spice your life up with your significant other, there was a hilarious security bug from a couple of years ago. Where let's just call it a chastity device uh, that, that could be run over the internet or Bluetooth had a bug that would allow people you don't know to get into that device and pretty much lock it for you. And you couldn't open it. So obviously, that's a huge issue. So beware. Now that was his list. And on top of that, and thank you very much, Zach Whitaker of TechCrunch, for giving you know me this idea. Because quite frankly, you just wrote uh you know that list. I didn't take your notes, but but your headers, I absolutely did. But this is what I would add to that list: a multitude of smart home devices that are always on and always listening like Amazon Echo. I literally just did a video slash podcast on this one as well, where these things have to be on listening to that trigger word and you're putting them all over the place in your in your house. Imagine what they can listen to to hear those trigger words. I actually did a demo of this a couple of years ago where I'm in front of an Amazon Echo and I'm saying Blexa, Schmexa, Kexa, Allegra, Integra, Alexa fires up. These things are very sensitive, they are always listening, and also it is very easy to write skills for Amazon Echoes that do things that you don't necessarily know. Two researchers a couple of years ago wrote a calculator app and you would say, hey, Alexa, what's one plus one? And Alexa would say, oh, it it equals two. The ring would go off and then it would keep recording, sending audio back to the server that those programmers had set up. So understand these things are not secure. You're basically bugging your house. Imagine what it's picking up in your bedroom. Imagine what it's picking up in your kid's bedroom. Imagine what it's picking up in the kitchen when you have arguments, you know, this is what we're talking about. And you can go watch videos of people finding out just how much recordings Amazon has on them in their cloud. It's unbelievable. On top of it, I would also add kids toys that are Bluetooth or internet enabled. We have seen over the years, an absolute slew of these kid toys that just don't have good software development for Bluetooth, they end up being very buggy. Oftentimes they can be be hijacked or hit, or the apps that are being developed are not fully uh you know secure, and so it opens up vulnerability for your iPhone or your Android. This obviously is a huge thing. So these kinds of things are stuff you also have to research, you also have to do your homework on, and on top of that. I would also say cheap Bluetooth adapters for cars. We have uh, concepts uh, uh, for hacking called bluejacking, essentially, and there are specific car hacks that you can get to get into Bluetooth. But if you've got an older car, you might be going to Amazon and picking up like a $20 adapter. A lot of those are insecure. A lot of those just don't don't do what they say they're going to do in terms of security. And while it may connect you, the last thing you need is to have your car broadcasting in a 30 to 50 foot radius, something that is essentially insecure. And when you're thinking, well, I'm driving down the highway, who's hacking me? Okay, probably not. But you never know who's around. We used to do something called war driving for those of you that are that old and remember that kind of thing. And let me give you one bonus here of another thing that I would probably not get. And then It's a maybe, and that would be a Masterclass subscription. Now, I'm sure you've heard of Masterclass. They've got famous people in many different fields that are teaching you how to do everything from cooking to acting to, you know, take your pick. But here's why I say that's a maybe, because they were caught recently, and this is according to a class action lawsuit. So this is an allegation that they are trying to prove in court for this lawsuit that Masterclass was actually selling your video watching habits to Facebook meaning masterclass was making money off of you uh, essentially by selling what you were watching how you were perusing their site to facebook in order to improve their advertising and now there's a class action going on and they're not the only ones Uh, major league baseball and some others are in there as well so if you have an mlb subscription heads up to you but that's the list and at the end of the day if you're buying tech gifts do homework see if they've got good standards and practices See where they are developed is this a com- is this a company that is sitting in a country that has no data privacy laws or recourses when you're buying that app or you're buying that product, or is this something that is actually legit? It's matured? They can show you that the company itself has security certifications or they're they're claiming they've got good software uh, development life cycles. You can go check privacy policies all those things. Just do your homework on on whatever you're going to buy, but also understand that as much tech as we have. And as much innovation as we have, we can never forget law number four of the five laws of cybersecurity. With innovation comes opportunity for exploitation. And that is your news of the day. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, please attempt to stay private, and happy holidays no matter what you celebrate. Take care.